Hey, it's Beth here. Okay, it's episode 426, and I started something seven days ago, exactly seven days ago. There was this article in the Wall Street Journal about productive dream factory, creating a productive dream factory of my own, where I could go back and be where I wanted to be, like in the Hundred Acre Wood with Winnie the Pooh, which the picture of my family is my Hundred Acre Wood. It's a day I remember so well. So last week, last Thursday, I was thinking I need to do this because I'm going to my brother-in-law's memorial on Friday. So I thought, I'm gonna try to do this. I'm gonna try to get a great night's sleep, restorative sleep, lucid dreaming, and be what my sister-in-law wanted me to be, which was a celebration of life. And it's hard for me to be happy when I'm sad. So I tried really hard that first night and it was unsuccessful. I go to the memorial and actually it was lovely. We saw relatives we hadn't seen in years and everybody was so nice. We, we saw a nephew that we adore. Hadn't seen him in 12 years. He just lives deep in North Carolina somewhere. It was wonderful, wonderful to be with Sean. So that was great. And you know, I'm still sad about Al, but I made it through. But anyway, I kept working on this dream factory because today is Brett's birthday. And it's our it's the redheaded guy in the picture. And he would have been 42. And he was everything to me. And I would have seen him on his birthday. That's why birthdays and Christmas are hard because we never weren't together, some part of it. So that's what I was working on, trying to get this lucid dream thing going. We come back late Friday night, Saturday I'm trying, Sunday I'm talking to Kit, and all of a sudden he starts slurring his words really, really badly. I thought he was joking, and then I realized he wasn't. And I thought he'd had a stroke. So he's checking his, you know, appendages, everything's working, but he is slurring his words. And he is not as steady as he usually is. We go to this emergency hospital. They tell us they think it's a TIA because he's starting to get his talking back. So then we, he takes an ambulance to the hospital I follow and they think it's a TIA too. So pretty much we're okay. And then he has an MRI. And when they take him away for the MRI, I'm in the room and all of a sudden there's this code blue, code blue, really loud on the floor because someone's at MRI having a code blue, which is not breathing. My nurse comes into the room frantic. And I said, do you think it's him? She goes, I don't know, I'm gonna find out. Oh my God. So. She's gone for 30 minutes because she actually had to help bring this per person back. I'm dying in the room alone. I can't even move. She comes back and she tells me it wasn't him. I mean, this day, this day, nightmare material all day long. And then we get the results of the MRI and he had an acute stroke. It's like, what? So 
he's in a great, he's taking it really well. And the lady says, doctor says it's in the um, right part of his brain, which is all touchy-feely. And he looks at her and he says, does this mean I'll never dance again? I swear, I wanted to kiss him on the lips. That's how he was doing. So, Matt comes. I go home because I have to take care of the dogs. And I'm really scared because Brett had had a stroke too. And his stroke, it was a hypertensive bleed. So he got worse instead of better. He was good the first day and then it got worse. So I almost ran to the hospital in the middle of the night. Next morning I, got, morning I call him up and he's got his old voice back. I don't care if he's had an acute stroke. I don't care if he'll never dance again. I don't even think he'll care. He's got the left side of his brain where all of his numbers are and all of his logic. And he's, he's talking. So I go back to the hospital. I almost had a car accident. I'm so crazy. So there he is. Physical therapist gives him a pass. We're waiting for the speech therapist. His speech is good. He had an acute stroke, walked out of the hospital in one piece. No rehab of any kind. I mean, I can't believe it. And then he comes home and he starts working again. And he takes the dogs for a little walk. I'm like, what is happening? He went out to lunch with his car with the clutch and he did it beautifully. He's like my hero. He's like Superman, Superman. He's a 78 year old Superman. I mean, this, these are our superheroes of our age group, right? Unbelievable. So I'm still doing the lucid dreams because today is Britt's birthday. And, you know, we went through what we went through with Kit. And I have to not look at him, stare at him, baby him. I have to, he wants to go on. He wants to live. He's going to the doctor next Wednesday. They thought it might be a defibrillator problem, but it's not. It's They can't find out what's wrong with them, which is actually scary because it's random and random is weird. I have to get comfortable with random. I tried overeating. I drank wine. I've done everything. Nothing's working. I need to get some inner strength. So I'm back to lucid dreaming because if I can do this, it's a winner. The lady says that, um, she wrote this article and she said, lucid dreaming, these are the happy people. 20% of people get to do this all the time. So they restore themselves at night. I, they can dream about whatever they want to dream about. The thing is, you're not a natural lucid dreamer. So you've got to train your brain and this is the way that we do it. Okay, so I have to give you a heads up though. Um, this is not the way you do it. So the woman who wrote this article, her mother was like, okay, honey, I'm going to try it. So after she talked to her mother, her mother for five nights in a row, she looked at pictures of her husband who died last year and whispered his name. And when she closed her eyes and snuggled up to one of his ratty old t-shirts, she expected to see him. She calls him up. She calls up her daughter five days later annoyed and she goes it's all bunk not a damn thing happened now I think what she did wrong was 
She cuddled up to a ratty old t-shirt. That's not the guy she wants to meet. She wants to meet the guy that took her out to dinner, who smelled great from his soap or cologne or whatever. She made a mistake. You gotta be really careful. If you, if you have a perfume of your mother's and you wanna visit with your mother, put the perfume on. Don't ever go for, I'm not gonna go for a ratty old t-shirt of Brad's, my son's. I'm gonna get something like his baby powder. I wanna remember the sweet smells because that's the kind of person I am. I think that's the kind of person you are. So she went, she went down the wrong path. Okay, so the, t the, the secrets here are, now this is a weird one, and I want you to do this when you're alone, all right? Because you can get in a lot of trouble. But during the day, you have to set an intention. So you have to teach your brain that you are separating day from night. So here's how you do it, all right? So you can, next time you're dreaming, you'll remember you're dreaming. You have to perform reality checks throughout the day. Flip a light switch, for example. When the light goes on, remind yourself that you're awake. I'm telling you, if you do this in front of anybody, they're gonna haul you off, all right? This is something we do in the privacy. Do it in the bathroom when you've closed the door. Do not do this in front of your children. They will start calling up uh, home for mom or some something like that. You don't want it, okay? We do this in the privacy of our own home. Flip light switches or when you're eating, say to yourself, I'm eating, I'm walking. It's a beautiful day. The sky is blue. Whatever, get, delineate day from night. That's, a, that. I, I can do this. I mean, I can try it. Then before you go to sleep, you write down what you want to dream about. Not specifics because dreaming minds don't process language well. This lady wants to go sailing, so all she does is picture a boat, and she uses a mantra, sailing, 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 and she's made it happen. My mantra might be, I don't know, sunny day, or for that picture, it might be, it was a halcyon day, perfect day, perfect day. Whatever you feel in your heart, if it's cold outside and you wanna be at the beach, just say Caribbean or whatever, whatever you want, but you have to say it out loud. Okay, and then while you're asleep, if you notice you're dreaming, remind yourself what you wanted to do in your dream and try to stay calm. That's the important thing or you'll pop out of your dream. Just try to stay calm. And this is, okay, so here's an example of lucid dreaming and you've probably done it. When you've had a terrible nightmare and you force yourself to say, get out of this dream before you land on the ground or before the car goes over a cliff, you would say, get me out of this dream. And you do pop out of the dream. That's lucid dreaming. That's the bad kind. We don't want that, but that proves you can do it. So we're gonna turn that around and we're going to dream wonderful dreams like flying is euphoria. You might get there. Start with something, a day that you know so beautifully well that you could almost taste it. You can almost smell it. The day in that picture, I remember every detail. We could not get that big white dog to sit facing away from us. He saw the tripod, the photographer, and he was protecting us. It took an hour to get him to turn around. And in that moment when he did that, we were sky high. I'm touching Brett's 
little hand with my pinky, like just smile, it'll be over. We all smile and it's all over. It was a really hard hour because he would sit down, we'd force him to sit down facing away from us and he'd jump up in the air and twist before she could get the picture. It was comical, nobody was really mad, but the photographer said she's never doing pictures with dogs again and she didn't. So I suppose for her, it was a bit much, but it's my day. It's my hundred acre wood, and that's where I want to go. And I really do. I mean, I really, I really will try to get there. I just want it so badly. I just want to, I want to relive some moments. I just want to. So, and this is just the beginning if I can do it. So remember what we have to do. During the day, you know, set the, set the intention. You know, I'm flipping the light switch on and off. I am awake. Before you go to bed, write down what you want to dream. Keep it simple, really, really simple. Make a mantra for yourself, like sailing was for her, and your mantra can be different for every picture, for every dream you want. If you can do this, you can dial up dreams. You can dial up what happened the night before. Anything, it doesn't have to be old, it can be anything. You can dial up what you hope will happen at a business meeting, or when you're visiting with your son's girlfriend and they're getting married. You can picture the night before it even happens. And you have, you have some calmness. This can really help you in every single way. I mean, I, I am up all night, like at least once a night. I wake up and I can't fall back asleep. And I start self-loathing and I get mad at myself and I get mad at not sleeping. I'm gonna start trying to do this instead of doing that. Even if I never get to where I'm trying to go, it'll be better than just thinking bad things. You know, thank you notes I didn't write, mistakes I made, all that. Things I wish I'd said, I'm tired of it. I just wanna go back to the happy days, that's all. So when after you dream, write it down in the morning. This'll help you record it to your memory so you can get it to come back. So if you got a really great one, like a Christmas or just anything with anybody, write them all down and you'll have them recorded in your brain. You know your brain can do, it can do amazing things. It keeps memories. All these memories are there. And then the future, what you want, what your intention is, what you hope will happen at that dinner when you meet your son's girlfriend, which is, of course, my fantasy. Um, you'll have been there before. You'll be more calm. So, I mean, if we can do this, lucid dreaming, I'm just gonna keep at it. I'm gonna keep at it. I'm gonna keep at it till I get somewhere. And I'm stay away from dirty t-shirts. It's not funny, okay? You don't want it. Your, your, your nose doesn't want it. It's silly. Just the soap you used or the baby powder that you used. If you have, if you're outside, it's a dream outside, play a little tape with, with bird songs. If that's what you think it was, anything you can do to help you get there, do it. So I'm trying to stay sane and I'm, I guess I'm a little desperate right now. This is all I've got. So wish me luck, wish me luck. And I'll let you know. And if I have some tips, if something if I come up with an idea that really worked, I'll let you know. This is just the beginning because I'm not giving up on this one. I've, I've got to get out of here sometimes. 
I just got to get back to my happy taboo corner. So anyway, trying to stay sane, really difficult. I hope you're having a good time. I hope things are good. But in case you're going through a difficult period, even the thought that this could work has buoyed me up. And Kit is better. And it's amazing. And I got to I gotta snap out of it and get back to living fearlessly. So that's another thing. I'll, well, I'll work on that later. I'm just trying to get some sleep. So anyway, try to stay sane, and I will be back. Thanks.